Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of Dudes Who Like Movies and this is a special episode because we're talking about the 80s today and Grace has an 80s song set up for us. Which one did you pick? Ooh, this one. I mean, she isn't Stranger Things, so the fact that she knows the best hits of the 80s. I Hale, can't say Hale, I've ever heard this song before. Hey 11, oh, when's season it? four? Hey 11, when's season four coming this. out? What is this? It'll tell you in a minute. Um, you, you sh- no, hey, no. Uh, Mr. Weinstein, can we not? Can this, we not do that not, here? This is not endorsed by Harvey Weinstein or the Catholic Church. Catholic Church gets with boys. Oh, come on. Okay, sorry about that. Uh, now, Alec, how about you pick a song? Oh, what about the what 80s? About? Well, I better ask the one that plays a little girl in the 80s. Let me see. Wait, what's that? Oh, wait a minute. I know the here, song. Play, play Aha. Uh-huh. No, 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 no. no. I know. Time. I know the best song that okay. everybody will know. All right. I forgot. I forgot. This is an '80s hit. All right. Now I'm no '80s man. I think this era was horrible for fashion, for politics, and just for America in general. But I agree. They, the only thing I love about that decade is Ronald Reagan. Mm, also, I love me some Ronnie. You people are horrible. '80s fashion is top. Uh, look, look at this. He's Dude, wearing was... denim. Hairspray and Jerry curls. I do like the Jerry curl. I gotta. I can't look lie. At, look at this man's hair. Looks like Brandon's hair. Bra- Actually, it kind of does look like Brandon's hair. Brandon? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. It's just more quiet. We have to, no, we have to get him the tucked in shirt with the jeans. That's how, that's my fashion. I wear button up shirts that I tuck in. And you tuck jeans. them in? Yeah. Uh, once we do the 90s episode, that's going to be all me because I look like I'm from the 90s right now. Yeah, yeah, you look like you could be in Nirvana or maybe an extra on Walker, Texas Ranger. Exactly. Like the little kid. Oh, I have AIDS. Oh my anyway. God. <laughs> anyway, right, so enough of that. Let's uh, God, let's no. talk about why we're doing the '80s episode. Alec, go ahead. Okay, so uh, we were playing Super Smash Bros. on my Nintendo 64. These guys are getting beat very bad by me because I'm because we amazing. do things other than play the N64 all day. I don't play ahead. the N64 all day. Thank you. I I, I, I do other things like I parouse the hub and I go take walks. But anyway, <laughs> you don't you, what. Listen, I am a man. I will admit what I do. Okay, just keep going, just keep going. Don't you dare laugh at it. Anyway, so I mean, obviously, I get some exercise in, but so I don't play games all day. And that Dan was looking around because he's like, "Man, I'm getting my ass kicked. What am I gonna do? Oh wow. my god. Oh geez." And then he's like, "Wait, what? Do you have Stranger Things on VHS?" I'm like, "No." I'm actually so he picks holding it, up. it right now. There is. A- VHS looking copy of Stranger Things. I, I got it when it was on sale because I thought it was cool and, and, and aesthetic. And I was like, yes, yeah, it takes place in the 80s, so they went for a VHS collection thing. So Dan looked at my VHS collection that I have, and he was like, huh, what about the. And I was like, well, we could do the 80s episode because, you know, I don't think we've done anything about it. And it did have some great bangers. Well, we did do the, we did do the Ghostbusters drunk yeah, review. That's true, we did, but didn't, we didn't really talk about any of the bangers from the 80s, because there were a lot of bangers that we all know. Alright, so let's talk about, uh, yeah, some of our favorite 80s movies, some of our least favorite movies, and a little bit in between. So. Dan, I think Yay. you should start us off. Oh, you want me to start? Yeah, because I also put you at the top of the list. <clears throat> okay, so start. we're, we're going to do our top five 80s movies each, uh, so I guess I'll start. What do You want to do five to one or one to five? Let's do a one to five. Okay, so my favorite, my, okay, 
best. I mean, these are all great, but these are my top five. Yeah. My absolute favorite favorite '80s movie of all time, Back to the Future. Man, can you can you can you blame me? Because that's a great movie. Uh, the yeah, only yeah. thing, like when we were picking movies, the only thing that made me hesitant to pick it was the fact that like it's set in 1955. But it is an '80s movie. It came out in the '80s, and it's all that I'm trying to get back to 1985. It's all about trying to get back to 1955. All right, Grace. Right, but um, <laughs> great Grace. I like Back to the Future. It's one of my favorites too. Of course. And then I don't know the the soundtrack is really good. Mr. Huey Lewis and the News and. Uh, what else we got? Um, the the score, Alan Silvestri, who also did Avengers Endgame. You know, he does great scores. And then, I don't know, Michael J. Fox is great. Christopher Lloyd is still great, and he's still alive. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Love that movie. I like uh, the stakes, you know, and the whole, is he really going to make it? You know, when he tries to connect the thing to send him back. And I even like the second one. I think the second one's great. It might be my favorite. And I also like the third one. I didn't love the third one growing up, but I've seen it again, and it's really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so does anyone else want to do it, or should I just keep going? I think it should keep going. All right, what else did I have on my list? Let me see. Yeah, Stripes. Yeah, Stripes. Love that movie. Anyone here seen Stripes? I saw it one time, but a long time ago. I have not. Basically, I I it's... It was Bill Murray. It was in the army, and he was cracking jokes. That's the only thing I Basically, it, yeah. It's it's Bill Murray and Harold Ramis pre Ghostbusters. Dan Aykroyd's not in it, um, so there's no alien talk or ghost talk or anything like that. But uh, no, Bill Murray and Harold Ramis are basically just like low lifes or they're down on their luck, and so Bill Murray gets them both into the army and they meet some colorful characters. And I think at the end of the movie, the climax is like there's a special weapon that's trying to the Russians are in the area and they're trying to make sure the Russians don't get them. Uh, John Candy's in it. He's great. Uh, it's just one of, it's like a, it's one of those standard war movies but it's funny because you know like uh, do you remember the guy in the movie Francis any of you call me Francis you call me psycho you call me Francis I kill you you look at me the wrong way I kill you was that, he's just that, like, that sounds like someone forgot Forrest Gump would say no no he's just like sit down Francis and then oh god the whole scene where they go to a um, I think it's a strip club or something like that and they see all the, the girls wrestling m- naked and uh, what's his name? John Candy fights him and wins. He gets their bras or something. And John, of course he could. He's, he's yeah. like three hundred. John Candy, four hundred pounds. I love John Candy. I'm. I just so sad. I think he died of a drug overdose, didn't he? That or a heart attack or something I, like that. I think it was a. I think it was a heart. I think it was a. Overdose. No, no, what did, overdose. No, no, yeah, because remember that Adam Sandler song that he wrote for um, Chris Farley. Yeah, and yeah, he yeah, said, yeah. I, "That's that." He said, yeah. "That's how John Candy er, and Belushi yeah. went." Yeah. And he had said, "But I love those guys." And I'm like, anyway. oh, "That's depressing." Uh, but no, it's it's really funny. Um, I'm trying to think of what else I love. I mean, it's been a while since I've seen it, so like some of the jokes I'm not readily remembering right now. But uh, yeah, they join the army, and it's pretty fun. Oh yeah, there's the 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 company commander or whatever, not the drill sergeant, but the commander of the company. He um he he's a creep, and he likes looking at the shower girls in the shower or something like that. And don't at me. And he's like, oh man, I wish I was a loofah or something. <laughs> anyway. Um, Don't at me. So yeah, and then after that, yeah. I think I've seen. Well, I think I've seen him about the same amount of times as Stripes. But I love Coming to America. That's probably my favorite Eddie Murphy movie. Um, I just I love Eddie Murphy was in that, the eighties. Was Wesley Snipes the sidekick that movie? No, that was Arsenio Hall. Because I remember that one scene that made me laugh was when he was like, "I've been here two weeks. I had not had sex." <laughs> I'm like, oh my the god, the royal penis is clean, sir. <laughs> and then I like the. Um, my favorite part of that movie, I can't say it word for word, but uh, the whole, like, he's um, looking at the balcony of his crappy apartment, and he's like, 
uh, welcome to New York. And then they're all screaming, hey, F you. He's like, yes, yes, F you, F you. And um, I love the whole, like, where, where would a king go to find a, to find a queen? Queens. And yeah. Uh, it's, I also like uh, Eddie Murphy. Like, that was one of his first movies where he played a bunch of different characters. Because uh, you remember uh, Randy Watson and Sexual Chocolate? Remember that? Yeah. I love Sexual right. Chocolate. Um, it's been a hot minute since I've man, watched. That boy's good. Yeah, good and terrible. <laughs> and, uh, the whole McDonald's thing. Oh, Sam Jackson's in that movie. Sam Jackson. Is he really? Yeah, he plays the guy who tries to stick up the the the. You know, he he has the gun. He's he's trying to stick up the store, and and uh, Eddie Murphy stops him. I vaguely remember that. But anyway, it's it's one of those um you know guy doesn't want to be uh he wants to find a wife or something like that, and he doesn't want her to be all stupid uh, rich and royal and. It's 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 just funny. I don't know what else to say. The story's pretty basic, but oh yeah, and he plays the um old Jewish guy and he plays the the barbershop guy. Oh yeah, I remember yeah. that. His mama named Clay, I'm on him Clay. But anyway, his name's Muhammad Ali. Um yeah, it's it's funny. What else can I say? I feel like I'm talking too much, but that's cuz whatever. Um I also really love uh The Muppets Take Manhattan. I love The Muppets and I like movies about New York, even I though I I had not seen that movie, so I could It's, tell it's you. pretty good. Have you seen it, Grace? Muppets Take Manhattan, I've seen Yes. I like it, right? I do. I like any, like, Jim Henson movie, mm-hmm. to be completely honest. I love puppeteering, and, mm-hmm. like, the Muppets are just one of those where it's so cool to watch. Oh, yeah. No, and some of the things that they do. Like, I think in one part of the movie, they have a guy dressed in a Miss Piggy outfit or something. Yeah. Because you see her skating down yeah. the... Who was it? Somebody... Who was it? I hung out with someone recently and watched a Muppet movie. And it was just, like, one of those really fun things to watch. And it's like, oh, this is, like, such a heartwarming type mm-hmm. of thing to watch. Oh, yeah. And it's just, like, a good time. It's it's a nice kids movie. They're trying to put on a musical or something like that. Yeah. And, yeah. I think the, the subplot of Kermit losing his memory is kind of dumb. But, yeah. You know, I, I like, I don't know, I like movies set in New York, even though I think New York sucks. Yeah. Alec and I went to New York, and we hated it. Oh, my God. I've the, never been I didn't York. hate, I hated transportation, because that was ungodly expensive. Like, $5 just to go down into the tunnel. Basically. And then it was, oh, you can either pay extra to get to where you need to go, you know. Or you can wait an extra hour. Or you could take the subway, which is going the exact same way, but it's going to take an extra hour to get there. And I'm just like, chief, what? Anyway. It doesn't make sense, but anyhow. Uh, no. So, I yeah, like the, the... I think that was the first one with Rizzo, the rat, I think, in it. Or was I... No, it wasn't. I don't remember. Maybe. But, I'm not sure. I'm not too, like, keen on Muppet history. Mm-hmm. No, but I mean, I, I like it. I like how Miss Piggy kind of is... Uh, she stays in New York and spies on him or whatever. Yeah, and, Miss Piggy yeah. was one of my favorite characters growing up. I, I love Miss Piggy. She's my... Her and Animal are, like, my favorite Muppets. Yeah. And anything Frank Oz. I think Frank Oz directed the Muppets Pick Manhattan. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, um, and what was my last one, Alec? Uh, my last one... Oh, yeah, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I really like that movie. Uh, one, because it's about slacker dudes and, you know, who like music and just want to make music. That was me in high school. Isn't that but the also, one where they play death in a game of chess? No, that's the second one. That's a good one, too. But, uh... <clears throat> can you do me a favor? Can you look up when that friggin' movie came out? Because I can't remember if it was 88 or 89. Anyway, but, um... And I like that it's about history and them just going back in time and taking, like, kidnapping all the historical figures and just bringing them back to do a report. And it's like, you couldn't have just talk to them, wrote some notes. 89. And, 89? Okay. Yeah. 
It's like you couldn't just talk to him, take some notes, and read it back. No, you actually had to bring Abraham Lincoln and friggin' Joan of Arc and stuff and Socrates and Socrates, whatever. Yeah. Socrates, how dare you? Right. You are All we are house. is dust in, in the wind. You're in a house of history. How dare y'all? Socrates. Anyway. Socrates, you monster. No, I'm going to say it is Socrates. Socrates. But anyway, um, and then who else do they steal? They stole... Um, Napoleon. Napoleon, yeah. And he plays bowling and he lands and he's just going like, yeah, saying the S word. <laughs> he goes to Waterloo the park. Yeah. God. Um, I don't think I've ever seen it's a good one it's just basically these kids trying to do their history report and uh in the future their music creates world peace like a utopia thing yeah and so like what's his name george carlin sends a he goes back in time with a time machine that's basically a a toll booth or something not a toll booth a phone booth and uh to make sure that they pass their history report so things can happen the way they're supposed to i don't know but it's a dumb plot but it's it's funny also bill and ted 3 comes out this year in august yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. So those are my five. Uh, who wants to go next? Okay, so the next one be Grace. All right, so we're doing it. Uh, best <clears throat> to last. Okay, well, these are out of order, so. Just just go. I literally put them in the order you told me. No. I mean, yeah, but it's not like those are, I didn't think we were doing it as. Chief, just go in order. Oh, my God. Well, that, then it's not going to be true to how I feel about them. Oh, my God. Just, I, no, go uh, in your order. Go in your my order. order, probably Labyrinth first. I love Jim Henson movies. Labyrinth's one of my favorites. And I have, like, very fond memories of watching Labyrinth when my sister and I shared a room and we had a uh, TV that had a VHS player attached to it. And we would watch Labyrinth. We rented the coffee from the library and I had completely forgotten about it except for the dance magic dance scene. And it, I thought it was, like, such an odd thing and I thought I had dreamt it. And then years later, when I was um, like 11 or 12, we watched Labyrinth. And I was like, oh, this is a real movie. What? So if, for those of you who haven't seen Labyrinth, it's about a girl named Sarah. And she's, you know, a broody teenager who hates life. And she hates her step-sibling, Toby, the baby. And she gets stuck babysitting him. And she's reading a play called Labyrinth. And she calls out to the Goblin King, who's David Bowie. Oh, yeah, I forgot uh, David Bowie yeah, was in that. Jareth, the Goblin King. And she wishes that he takes the crying child away, and so he does. And then he shows up, and he's like, well, I did it for you. And she's like, give him back. And he's like, mm, you gotta go through this maze first, honey. Get to the Goblin City, and then we'll talk. And Don't, so, do you mean yes, she has to go through this labyrinth? Yeah, she's gotta go to the labyrinth to get to the Goblin City. So, um... You gotta pay the troll toll. To get to this boy's hole. Oh. Uh, no, I pay the troll no, it's, toll it's, to get bo- in. It's boy's soul. It's soul. Alright, alright, we're getting That's off topic. I'm, well, I'm pretty sure that song's about somebody coming into your bed in the middle of the night and raping you. <laughs> what? Where'd you get that from? No. Anyhow, so, yeah, so she has to go through a labyrinth, and along the way she meets Hoggle, and Hoggle's a little goblin man, and he's not supposed to be helping her. And so, um, but yeah, so she's got to go through the labyrinth and, you know, the labyrinth plays tricks on her. And it's just a really cool movie to watch, especially for the puppeteering. There's this one scene where she falls through, uh, a fake, uh, entrance and the way on her way down, it's just hands grabbing at her. And then, uh, she asks them to stop. And so they hold her. And so they have the hands as like faces and they're talking to her that way. And it's just so cool to watch. And so that's why I really like that one. 
And then next yeah, one. Yeah, I got a confession. Never seen Labyrinth. Sorry. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. I have it on DVD if you I want to watch it. I haven't seen Dark Crystal either. So. Dark Crystal's so good too. Oh my god, oh, If you like Jim Henson. Oh yeah. Name, if you like Muppeteers. Oh, I don't know. Um, like, I think when I was a kid, they just looked too weird yeah, for me. Yeah, they're very strange. Oh, and they're goodness. they're interesting to watch, but um, David Bowie helped with the soundtrack for it. Oh, and of course. There's this one, there is this one scene where it's like super... Audience, like you have to be on drugs to write this type of stuff. It's so interesting uh, think, to watch. Then again, I think what's his face? Um, Terry Jones wrote the screenplay for that, the Monty Python guy. Oh, I was gonna say, like, was it the same guy that wrote Rocky Horror? Because that guy was been coked out of his skull. But it's really good. It's a really good movie, and if you ever want to watch it, we can watch it together. Right, so Actually, then, what's what? after? Uh, after that would be Princess Bride. That's never seen it. My second one. It, oh, I have watched that movie more times than I can count. I've watched it more than Zootopia. And Zootopia. Princess Bride. I've watched sixteen times. Yeah, like all. Of these all of these movies are will. going to <laughs> all these ones will. are going to be ones that I was introduced to in childhood. So Princess Bride was another one, and that one's about a kid who is sick, and his grandpa comes to his house to tell him a story that his dad had told him when he was sick, and his dad's dad had told him when he was sick, and it's just one of those traditional things. And so they read the Princess Bride, and it's about Princess Buttercup falling in love with the farm boy Wesley. And him turning into the Dread Pirate Roberts. And along the way, they meet Indigo and, um, oh crap, Fezzik, who's played by Andre the Giant. And so it's just an adventure of love and, uh, what else? It's an adventure of love and action. And, and, so, and revenge. And revenge, yes. Indigo Montoya, he goes <laughs> seeking imagine. the six-fingered man to uh, seek revenge for his father's death. My name is Indigo, Indigo Montoya. Montoya. You, you killed, killed my, my father. father. Now prepare, prepare to, to die. die so good it's so good and so that's what he does and uh it's so good so anyway so buttercup and wesley um buttercup's kind of like upper class she owns a farm wesley's the farm boy who helps out and he always just says as you wish to her and that's him saying i love you and she's like oh shit i'm dumb uh wesley i love you too but then he goes off to sea and word gets around that his ship was captured by the dread pirate roberts so she thinks he's dead and then prince humperdinck is like i need a wife Ooh, i'm gonna pick this babe and it's buttercup and she's like, simp. oh, I don't want to marry Prince Humperdinck because he's kind of a douche. Simp. He's a simp. He is a simp. So yeah. anyway, <laughs> so that's Princess Bride. They were out there Ugh. simping in the 80s too, ladies and gentlemen. I love that movie. And so it goes on. You gotta it explain cuts... to me what a simp is. I'm assuming it means simpleton. <laughs> no, uh, we'll have this discussion we'll later. Because... later. Uh, there's a song He's I got have a to song show you. for you. Anyway. It's called The Simp we'll Detector. Have dis- we'll have it Look later. it up. We'll Young Nugget. Plug me. All right. Keep, keep hogging. Anyway, so... Um, so yeah, it's so good though, but um what was I gonna say? Crap, Alec, you distract me. I'm sorry. I was really hyped in the simp detector. I song. know. <laughs> anyway, Humperdinck's a simp and yeah, so Wesley and Buttercup end up together. Oh right, it goes back and forth, um, from the grandfather telling the grandson yeah. about the story to the actual story. And I think they I've just seen have... I've seen the Once Upon a Deadpool thing more than I've seen yeah. the actual but they like have all they have like some really funny things like the rodents of extraordinary size. Oh god. Yeah, and they like have it as the abbreviation for it and they're like, "Oh no, I've never heard of them." And they're like in this fire forest. Also, it's referenced in Fallout New Vegas. If you have the Wild Wasteland perk and you go into the Brock Flower Cave, you will find rodents of an extraordinary size. Hey, I did not know that. That's interesting. Yeah, no, I found out about that too. But Princess Bride is a really good movie. And then Onward Ever Onward, that was number two, right? I think. Yeah. Yeah, that was number two. So Spaceballs. 
I, I wanted to put that on there, but yeah, you can yeah. do it. Yeah, all right. Spaceballs is number three. I love <clears throat> any Mel Brooks movie. They're so good. So Spaceballs is, if you haven't seen it, it's a parody of Star Wars. And it follows uh, Lone Star and Princess Vespa. Basically, the, the plant, or Spaceball Planet, which is basically how the Empire is trying to steal yeah. the, the Druids' uh, the air. The Druids' air, yeah, and they it's use like, those giant that? vacuum machines. It's Mega Mage. She's gone from suck to blow. <laughs> so the Princess Vespa, she don't want to marry no gross prince, so she ditches her own... Uh, oh, no, he wasn't gross. He was just a... He was a pill. Yeah, it was... She just ditches her own wedding, and she's like, mm, screw this, and then her and her... What's the robot on? Dot Matrix. Yeah. She, dot Joan Matrix. Raver, Joan Rivers. Another John Candy movie. Uh, friggin', he played, uh, what's it, Barf. I'm a half man, half dog. I'm a mog. I'm my own best friend. My name's Bartholomew, but I'll just go by Bart. God. It's so good. Pizza the Hut. Pizza the Hut. Did they eat him? Gross. Pizza the Hut is really gross. <laughs> Favorite is the virginity alert. Oh, yeah. The virgin whatever alarm. <laughs> virgin alarm. I like when uh, oh, it's like gosh. he wakes up. When did we get to Disneyland? Oh, yeah. And all the friggin' uh, the the merchandise. Spaceballs, the flamethrower. The kids love that one. The kids love that one. Yogurt. God. And the Schwartz. You gotta use the Schwartz. Oh, God. How have we not talked about Rick Moranis yet? He's my favorite part of that movie. <laughs> God. So good. We need to go to Ludicrous Speed. <laughs> Ludicrous Speed. <laughs> Gotta comb the desert. Sir, are we being too literal? No, he said comb the desert, so that's what we're doing. We're combing the desert. <laughs> Spaceballs is a good one. It's a good Star Wars parody. It's It really is. The I always say the best thing about parody is that it tells its own story, but just homages to... Yeah. It's really good. It's so funny. I like how they're driving a, um, a Winnebago in space. <laughs> Princess Vespa has the... I don't have to take this. I'm rich. <laughs> She's got the giant hair dryer in the case. You know, they use a lot of prop comedy, but it's so funny. And it's oh, just... It's so good. I love the scene in the diner where they remake Alien, where he's like, yeah, where he not again. And he's hello, like dancing. Baby, yeah, he's dancing. Hello, my honey. It's like, hello, get time the gal. He's like, what is he? He's like, no, get... Screw that. Get this guy some Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> God. Spaceballs is a good one, but yeah, it's a Star Wars parody movie. And it's really funny. It's really funny. I really recommend that one. You couldn't make that movie today. Oh I love the, he's like, oh crap. It's like, what What are those things coming out of her nose? Spaceballs. Oh crap. There goes the planet. <laughs> the president with the twins. Oh yeah. <laughs> and well, then, um, I guess the next one for number four would be Beetlejuice. I like Tim Burton, um... Beetlejuice is a really good movie. I like Michael Keaton uh, as Beetlejuice. Might be said it three times. I know. Is he going to pop out? <laughs> I hope so. I love Michael Keaton, but that movie's just a little too weird for me. Yeah. I like it a lot. I like weird movies. I don't know. He, it, I'm okay with it up until like when they get really old and crankly at the end. Yeah. That, that kind of scared me as a kid. Yeah. But. So if you haven't seen Beetlejuice, it's a movie that follows this couple who die at young age and so it's, it's alec baldwin and gina davis right yeah hey, it's chris? alec baldwin yeah hey chris i Whatever watched happened that to... movie at the movie party they had yeah. at the alma for it yeah i know you took me yeah no that was alec yeah baldwin? it was alec baldwin yeah it's always like weird i always forget that he plays one of the main characters and chris like, what? what happened to gina davis she used to be in movies but now she's not in movies anymore oh my god <laughs> no but um nice reference yeah 
But, yeah, so it's a young couple, and they die, and they don't know that they're dead, and then this new family moves into their house, and the mom is an artist, and she wants to rearrange everything and make it weird and strange because she's an artist, and she needs to express her art. And they're like, what is going on here? So they've got a handbook, the recent handbook for the recently deceased, and they go to, I guess, the underworld, and they talk to, uh, oh, what did they call her? Uh, I think her, their lawyer or something like that. Basically a guidance uh, counselor and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, you're dead. Uh, yeah. Don't call Beetlejuice. And so Beetlejuice pops up and he's like, ooh, I can help you get these weird people out. And so they've got a little goth daughter and the goth daughter's the only one Winona that can Ryder. actually see. Yeah, Winona Ryder is the only one that can actually see them. And so she wants to help out the ghost couple and they summon Beetlejuice and he's making things havoc. And so... The movie is original. There, it's them trying to get the real people out of the house, but then it turns into them saving the real people in their house and getting Beetlejuice out. The one thing I remember from that was when it showed the wife, mm-hmm. and it was the woman that played Kevin's yeah, mom. And, he yeah, he said it in the and, theater. And then, and then, uh, then, and then, as soon as it cut to her, she was about to start singing. I yelled out, "Kevin!" <laughs> really loud, and like three people next to me actually got the yeah, reference. The Nobody else party. got it. So Nobody. Um, I don't think anybody else got it. There was a um, oh, oh man. Uh, I I do the one scene I really like in that movie. There's two. I like when Beetlejuice finally gets released and he's like messing with them. Yeah. And then I also really like the scene where they're like, I think they're trying to make them leave, and so they start singing that friggin' Jamaican song. Oh the, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, the damn Jamaican. It's definitely movie. not my least favorite Tim Burton no, movie, but it, it's Day-o. just you know. They like come and we don't want to go. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, what's your last one? Was that um, it? The last one is Willow. Never seen it. Never Willow, heard of it. Willow, it's uh, got Warwick Davis as Willow. And so... It's Ron Howard, right? It's, um... I don't know. I think George Lucas wrote it, too. How many Jim yeah, Ginger's Yeah, I think it's... A, I'm pretty there? sure it's a Lucasfilm. Um, but... So, Willow, it's... They're, like, kind of in this medieval, magical type of kingdom, uh... There's, um, you know, the little people are the race that Willow is and stuff. This is wrong terminology, too. So, it revolves around this evil queen who, uh, is, there is, like, a prophecy of a girl child being born who is going to overthrow her and defeat her. And so, she, like, sets out this rule to, like, kill out all these, uh, girl babies and there's this one left. And Sounds like China. A servant sneaks her out, and um, Willow's people find her and stuff, and so he gets, like, told the prophecy, and he has to protect this baby, and so it's about... It was a scary movie. It's it's about Willow, you know, trying to protect this baby and trying to uh, get this prophecy to happen and overthrow this evil queen because she's, like, truly just, like, god-awful person, and so that's what it revolves around, and it's really good, and... We used to watch it when I was a kid, and that was one of the earlier memory uh, movies that I remember, and it scared me as a child. Willow. Yeah, Willow. It gets spooky, okay? It gets really it gets really spooky. It has its comedic moments, but overall, it was like a really scary movie, but that's one that's always true and dear in my heart, because it's just, you know, a childhood movie that we used to watch a lot of. Yeah. But yeah, so those are my top five. Alec, your turn. Okay, so my top five. I'm gonna start out strong with Blues Brothers. Never seen it. That one's good. You've never seen Blues Brothers? I've seen parts of it's it. It's got Carrie Fisher in it. It has like it? probably one of the, yeah, and uh, 
did it? I don't remember if it had Carrie. I remember it had J- uh, Jackie Brown, Aretha Franklin, BB King. I know Spielberg's in it. Is it? I think. I don't remember him being in it because I, re- I remember Ray Charles was in it. I remember, I think it was it was Jim. That was the one. No, John's the one that died. So it was John, uh, Belushi and Dan Aykroyd, and I just remember I watched it when I was a kid, and then I watched it. Oh, yeah, Carrie Fisher uh, was in it. Oh, she was. What she played? Yeah, she played Mystery Woman. She's like, um, they're like in this scene. Her hair is really long in it, and she's got a gun pointed at them. Oh, yeah. I I know the scene now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, anyway, so I watched it again though uh, at my uncle's house last year, and I went down there to visit because like he was all stressed out. You know, he's he's going through a rough patch, and so he has he has like a, a big house, and so he had a he had a big screen downstairs. I'm like, let's watch. I want to. I brought Blues Brothers. He's like, I haven't watched that movie in years, and so I was like, all right, let's put it on. And we started watching it. I swear to God, I've never seen that man happier in his life. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just having a good time. And he was like, man, I forgot all about this. And so we started watching Blues Brothers. And the only every time Dan Aykroyd would answer a question with, we're on a mission from God, he would laugh. Mm-hmm. Just like, what are you doing here? We're on a mission from God. And the whole mission from God was to save the orphanage that they grew up in. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and and then they they end up wow. like they yeah. end up like fighting Nazis. They they then they end up like uh, screwing over a bunch of people trying to get their band back together, mm-hmm. and it was just so good. Oh <laughs> my god, I loved it. I don't even like a lot of movies that deal with music, like you know musicals and stuff, and mm-hmm. like music theme. Because you like Sing Street, I see you have it right I, there. I, on I your like thing. Sing. I said not a lot. Like I, sometimes I hate buying movies like La La Land. But you know, you didn't hate La La Land. We saw it together. I hate, I hate it the second time around. But okay, yeah, yeah. The second time around, you love Coco though. Hey, Coco is different. Okay, Coco is a very good movie. Shut your mouth. Okay, I hate a lot. I didn't say all, but Blues Brothers has to be my favorite of them. It is, it is just so well done. I mean, the part where they started like, playing Minnie the Moocher that was probably my favorite because mm-hmm. I thought that was a great scene. Uh, but it's just, that's my favorite movie from the 80s, Dan. And I don't even like a lot of 80s movies. I have a few, but... But then you got this one. Blade Runner, oh my god. Harrison Didn't that take place Ford. in 2019? It's officially in the past now. Yeah, now it's in the past. But, uh, that movie had to deal with Harrison Ford being assigned to hunt down replicants, which are... Basically, synthetic artificially people. made humans. Yeah, synthetic yeah. people. Or, if you play Fallout 4, there's synths. If that makes sense for some of you who've never seen this movie. No, uh, we, we're talking to the purists who hate Fallout 4 because New Vegas is the best game and they're not going to play any other games. New Vegas is the best game. But oh, yeah, I'm not I, disputing but that. I, but but I, I played Fallout 4 at least Don't once. be like Aaron who, like, okay. Fallout 4 is, is impure. It is it is garbage, though. I will... No, it is garbage, though, no, I will say. Fallout 4 is good. It's like okay. It, it got it's, me into the series, you jerk, anyway. Yeah. It's not... It's Play New Vegas, you change yeah, your tune. Yeah, Fallout 4 was the first Play New Vegas, you change your tune. I played it and I was just like, ugh. Did you play over the DLC? No. You didn't play the DLC, so you don't know. Right, just just go. I haven't played the DLC. Oh my god, you anyway, people. Anyway, remember how we were talking about getting off topic. Yeah, I know, but you people haven't played the DLC and you're telling me it's a terrible up. game. I hate you all. Anyway. Oh, Blade Runner's good. Blade Runner's great. Honestly, the score was good. The slow pace was decent. And they made 2049, what, two years ago? Two, three years ago? 2017, yeah. Yeah, three years ago. Fantastic sequel. Honest to God, anything Dennis Villanova touches turns to Oscar gold. Which version did you see? Because the version I saw, if I remember correctly, it was one... It did have narration in it from Harrison Ford and something about nope, like... I saw it in the in the theater because remember I said I'm going to uh, watch yeah. it in theater was it the, the day before. Cut? It, was, it was whatever one they showed in theaters. Oh, sure. Whatever. So Theatri- I think, uh, you that, know, I think that, theatrical cut was the one I saw too. That's must, that's must have been the one I saw. So anyway, yeah. I saw that. 
I, I really liked it. The story is good. And then Charlton Heston. Oh, my God. Charlton Heston is not in that movie. I thought Charlton Heston. God, I'm not a good with names. <clears throat> Dieter or whatever. Yeah. Uh, oh, God, what was his name? That's going to kill me. Because he did that. He he did that good scene. Rudolph something or. Um, He did that great scene where he gave the. Um, the, the tears speech. and rain. Yeah. Tears and the rain speech. Um. Oh, Rut Howard, Rutger Howard. Howard. That yeah. was it. Not not Charles Heston. I was thinking. Char- oh, I was earlier. Right. Um, Rutger Howard's. Oh my God, and him in that movie. It was fantastic because I remember at his memorial movie that I went to see over at Alamo where they watched Hobo with a Shotgun, which is probably my favorite Rutger Howard movie. He's in that. Okay. He he is the Hobo with the Shotgun. Oh, that's great. That is a great movie, which I think we should watch that. I think at some point. Yeah. Um, but uh, Rutger Howard's in it. Um, and uh, he he gives that speech tears in the rain I thought it was great and the ending of that movie was fantastic he shuts the door leaves it ambiguous you don't know what's gonna happen it's great remember Blade Runner? that was fantastic <laughs> exactly and then then my third would have to be Mad Max 2 Road Warrior I haven't I still need to watch it oh I've seen Fury I've seen The Fury. Road Warrior is probably the most iconic and, I, and it is all due to mm-hmm. one man Oh yeah. It is due to one man, and he was a Swedish bodybuilder, and he played a character called the Humongous. I was the one who's like, just walk away. Just go away. We will not hurt you if you just walk away. Is his name Hugh? No. His name is Hugh Mungus. That is the name of the guy. He leaves. Hey man. The, hey, you're he raping the, right now. The, what? You're you're doing sexual assault right now by saying that. Yeah, I know. But he anyway. He, Humongous leads. All the people in their little band down to Gas Town because they're trying to get the the gas and and Matt and Max goes down to save them because he he's already avenged his family. So I thought that yeah that was that one he avenged his family in the second one I'm pretty sure. And then, anyway. And anyway, um, or no, he's going to avenge his family because then it goes into the was, third one. Was the third one like I know people don't like it as much. Is that because of Tina Turner? I don't know why people don't like it. I mean, it, it was it was okay. I mean, I didn't think it was that great. But All right, go ahead. I know Rick and Morty referenced it at least in that one episode. Oh yeah. But uh, anyway, who wants to be my wuss of a dad today? <laughs> All right, good. But anyway, um, what's after? So, uh, Road Warrior. I, I liked it for that reason alone. Humongous did the movie for me. I mean, I like Mel Gibson, but dude, the speech, the look. Like I, I remember watching that uh, later on, probably like twenty sixteen, seventeen. Mm-hmm. And it was after the SpongeBob movie that came out, the second one, and they reverted as soon as like everything went to hell. Mm-hmm. Mr. Krabs, they all wore the leather and everything, and I'm like, that's stupid. And then I rewatched Road Warrior when I bought it on VHS, and I'm mm-hmm. like, damn, SpongeBob did some research because this mm-hmm. guy's walking out here, a bodybuilder wearing nothing but like a hockey mask, some leather straps on his head, and then just like a little leather like mm-hmm. chastity underwear thing. It was so funny. I I just thought uh, Road Warrior was a fantastic action movie. <laughs> And then after that, I have The Empire Strikes Back. Well, duh. I mean, it's Star Wars. It's the perfect Star Wars movie, in my opinion. We've talked about it enough on this we've, show. Yeah, we've talked about it enough. We had that heated debate about, you know, Ray being a Mary Sue, which she is. Um, not, anyway. Is, uh, anyway. Not. <clears throat> uh, not, not a Mary Sue. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, Empire Strikes Back, I mean, it, it's just, it's iconic. Everybody knows it. If they, If you know Star Wars, you've seen Empire. Hopefully. I know people who have not actually seen Star Wars. What? Yeah, Latre. Her first Star Wars movie. Her only Star Wars movie that she watched with me 
was Han Solo. Oh. What? And that was because it was a double feature. We took her to, because uh, I invited her to go along with us to go and see Incredibles 2, and they played Han Solo right after it. Right, but keep my talking. Dad to stay up for it. But anyway, yeah, she hasn't seen Star Wars. Oh my god, that's yeah. embarrassing. Those poor souls. Anyway, go ahead. Anyway, but um, no, it's just, I, I love the visual, I love the story. I, I just think that it's a great 80s movie. I mean, it was either that or Aliens, because I love both of them. Excuse me, shoot. I love both of them, but if I had to go with my heart, I have to say I, I would watch Empire over oh, yeah. Aliens. Mm-hmm. How some, dare you? some people are going to be mad. Shut up. I know some people be mad about that choice. You know how I feel about it. <laughs> I know, because I got to that Xenomorph Queen that Christmas yeah. like five years ago. Yeah. Anyway, and my last favorite is Unexpected for some people. It's probably one that not a lot of I heard. just forgot about it, but it's a great movie. Yeah, yeah no, Amadeus, the, oh, which is so good. good. It is, oh my god! I've seen it like not, I haven't sat down and watched it in one sitting, but I've seen it and it's. I, I've seen it three times all in one sitting. I just think, for what it is, because I remember the first time I had to watch it, I was in seventh grade, at, in Claremont Middle School, and the music teacher there, he made us watch it, and I loved it. It was two and a half hours, so it took obviously five days to fin- took a whole week to finish because we only got <laughs> like half hour in the class. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, to watch it because he had to set aside for other assignments but oh my god I loved 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 Amadeus it's a I, great movie don't get me I, wrong yeah. I thought the directing was great I thought the guy who played Salieri that was my favorite my favorite he won was, an Oscar for that yeah I, I hope he and did I think, I think it won best picture as it, well and it won it, best think, director I think it won best director I don't know about picture in 83 was yeah, it? and it won best song for that uh, Amadeus Amadeus I'm kidding that's a joke yeah, and I was going to say yeah yeah I did I bet but uh, anyway, that that one scene where he is being recorded by the guy, and he's like, he wasn't mo- he, I wasn't being mocked by him. I was being mocked by, by God. God. And then it cuts that dramatic. I thought that was super funny. It wasn't Stewie who was laughing at me. It was, it was God. God. No, I like the um, yeah that that scene where he like uh, plays. He's like play Salieri, and he's like, oh, that's a challenge, and he just completely like plays it like a like an idiot and farts at the end of it. Yeah. Anyway, is that all yours? Uh, yeah, that's all mine. Alright, so then, we'll talk real quick about our least favorite 80s movies. Uh, I think I dislike Honey, I Shrunk the Kids more than I dislike my other one I picked. But if anyone else wants to talk about that one first, go ahead. Uh, no, I mean... It, to me, it was it just... It was just a cheesy, family-friendly 80s It was not family-friendly. They tried to be. Yeah, but there's like a scene where they almost get sucked up into a lawnmower. I know, but like they're trying to be fam. But remember, the the standards of family friendly are different now. Sure. I feel like I've only seen it maybe like three times, and that was when I was a kid. Um, from what I remember, I liked the movie. Eh, I I like the second one better, but um, I also uh, what was yours, Alec? Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh my god! I don't hate it, but I don't I love didn't, it. Listen, Sean Penn. I don't think I've actually. Your movie has not aged well, Chief. And I mean, they had that one American Dad episode where they mentioned it a few times. Oh, you don't know the business world because you've never seen Fast Times. Oh, there's no. Uh, what was it? God, that stupid thing where she said, "Oh, there's no." Uh, Apparently, ladies. The guy who wrote it, uh, Cameron Crowe, he like went undercover at a high school. It's like really. Yeah, that's why he wrote that movie. What? That? Uh. Damn, you missed the mark. Anyway. Well, well, it was the 80s, but yeah, still. Yeah, I know, but oh my god. It oh, it was... does have that iconic scene with What's-Her-Face getting out of the pool, and he's like thinking about her, and he's like in the bathroom, and he's like, yeah. Yeah, I, I know. That, that. I just, 
I didn't like it for that reason. I'm trying to go into it with well, a the reason I didn't a, like without a modern you know like oh I get it this was made you know thirty forty years ago I have to remember this but it was just so oh god I hated it. No, for me, Honey I Shrunk the Kids I disliked just because it was like very like oh they try to pass it off as kid friendly but it's just one of those like eighties movies that like was too hardcore and like it scarred me as a kid just because like it, it scared me because like all the bugs and the friggin you know getting sucked up into the the lawnmower and. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, it's a, it's it's one of those movies where, like, oh, it's supposed to be family-friendly, but then you realize growing up, like, no, they that movie was not for kids. Anyway. Um, and Grace. What was your... Oh, no. Uh, Mine's not on there. Well, I'll just go ahead and say I don't, I don't like E.T. E.T. is weird. I don't I don't get why people think it's a... I mean, I, I get it, but I don't, I, I don't like E.T. I just... I mean, I don't have a strong feeling of sorts because I didn't really watch it that much, but I remember... I had a teacher in high school named Mrs. McHugh, and she talked about one time she got really freaked out by E.T., where they, she went to Disneyland and had that one thing where it would, you know, say your name or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know if this, I don't know how long ago this was, but I remember she, there was an E.T. thing, and it called her by name, and she freaked out. She told us this story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, I hate E.T., and yeah. it was oh my god the way she had described like i don't hate it where like you know if someone like made me watch it i'd be like all right fine but yeah anyway what's what's your least favorite grace mine i don't like predator that much you bitch for i, I admit really for like the, you. the actual really predator like how predator looks and stuff and the effects that they use for that is really cool but other than that it's a cheesy action film and I don't know, I find it, like, I find it more funny, and I know it's supposed to be an action film, but I view it as more as a comedy. Just because of how bad the acting is. Yeah. The acting's bad, okay? It doesn't really make too much sense, either. Yeah. (laughs) And honestly, I prefer Alien to Predator. Yeah, me too. Like, I agree with everything you just said. I prefer the whole entire Alien franchise toward... Are you kidding like, me? You prefer Resurrection? Do you prefer Aliens Three and Resurrection? I don't believe I watched Resurrection. Actually. Oh my God! It is god awful. And you're also telling me that means you prefer Prometheus. I don't think I've actually watched Prometheus either. Is the only one that you have seen this new? Did you watch Covenant with us? Didn't you? I watch no. No, I've seen Alien, oh, Aliens, and I've seen Covenant, but I haven't seen any of the other ones. Covenant, I haven't Covenant's seen, terrible. Resurrection uh, and 3 are terrible. <laughs> Alien is good. Alien is great. I like... No, I've seen Aliens 3. I think the the last one that I watched was the fourth one. Eh. And that was it, because, you know, the OG quadrilogy. And so anything after that, I didn't watch. Wait, the fourth one? Yeah, there's four. The fourth one's Resurrection. I might have watched it then. Yeah, where they had the human alienoid thing come out, and then it started eating the other alien queen, because it wasn't part human, part alien. Maybe. I will admit, it has been a hot minute since I've watched it. So. My god. Kids these days. I usually just put on movies in the background. Yeah. So let's talk about, I mean, I really, like, the overall, the 80s was just, it was weird for me. I wasn't alive, obviously, but, like, the thing is, looking back at, like, all the things, I'm like, really? That was cool? It was the decade yeah. of cocaine. And, you know, Ronald Reagan and, and yeah. all that good stuff. I so. honestly, I, I like the 80s. I prefer the, the fashion sense and the, the aesthetic of it. I think it's a great time for watching cheesy movies. And there's some really good ones out there, too. <clears throat> but... I like the 80s. I do. I really like the 80s, and I like, 
you know, a lot of the movies that came out of it and a lot of the franchises that came out of it as well that we still have relevant today. Well, I mean, that's fair because, you know, Star Wars got bit. Well, um, what's another one? Aliens, yeah. And then Terminator and then... Predator. Yeah. Well, also... Sometimes I have prophetic dreams, like the one where I was at a garden party. Do you have to play this whole thing? No, I'm just going to play the la- these first few seconds. Excuse me, everyone, I have a brief announcement to make. It's very brief. Jesus was black, Ronald Reagan was the devil, and the government is lying about 9-11. Thank you for your time. And good night. I don't think 9 11 is relevant to the 80s. No, well, they had the one in the late 90s. But no, it, um. But no, I think Ronald Reagan. I don't know, just to me, like, the 80s just looked, looks like it was just weird. And I don't know if I could ever live in the 80s, but, yeah. you know, plus, I mean, there were some good movies that came out there. Obviously, we just talked about I them, do but. The, hair. the one thing I will say, more original movies, mm-hmm. you know, because Robocop was one we talked about. And yeah. The, well, yeah, what we didn't talk about, but that's another thing is that we live in an era full of reboots and remakes, and mm-hmm. it just—it's kind of boring because you don't nothing... have the magic that they had yeah, when they first came out. Yeah, you don't have the magic of having actual originality well, when because it comes they, to they don't movies. know what. Well, they don't want to like make a movie that's like great, but it's like oh wait, but it makes fun of A and okay, so we can't do that, so let's do this. Okay, wait, well, that makes fun of B and C. Okay, wait, we can't do that then. So they're just like you know what. Well, you don't have to you know, make a movie that makes fun of I anything, know, but, right? I don't know, but I'm saying, or it makes fun of, or it per- pertains to, it's like, alright, we'll we'll remake uh, D- Dirty Harry. Okay, we'll remake the Dirty Harry, but we'll make the villains, like, uh, this guy and these people, and we'll we'll do, this is the plot, and we'll bring back Clint Eastwood, and he'll he'll be like an older... Yeah, the 80s, pass, I guess, is when they started doing that, because, I mean, what, they were still... The torch and, like, all well, they were, they were still making Dirty Harry movies, and they, you know, because it started in, like, the 70s, and yeah, I think the last one came out in, like, 89, and then... And so then they kept doing that, and then now, what, what, the, what are they cut? They just redid Halloween, and then they're, they're redoing, um... I guess science fiction was a big thing in the 80s, too. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. I love science fiction. That's one of my favorite genres. But, I mean, overall, I guess, I don't know. Because AIDS was a big thing in the 80s, and I just look at the fashion, I'm just like, ugh. I love the fashion. Sorry. I love the colors. But, you know, Eddie Murphy was big in the 80s, made some good movies, and, you know, I'm trying to think of what else was, like, really relevant, but, you know. Techno music. Oh, God. Oh, God, all the friggin'... That, that one thing in American Dad where they had that guy playing that piano guitar. Oh, oh yeah. That oh, God, do you remember Revenge of the Nerds when they played at the end with, like, the... Oh, God. That movie, there was two things I remember. I remember the one thing where they burned down the house, mm-hmm. and then there was the rape scene. Ooh. That was Ew. the two things I remember. No. Yeah, you remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she she was drunk, and then he was like, ah, and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, buddy. And it's like, ah, hold no. on. Hold on, you little <laughs> bastard. No. What are you talking about? You don't remember? From what? In the Revenge of the Nerds, where uh, that, I didn't that watch Revenge of the Nerds. Okay, let's let's wrap it up. But okay, anyway, but, anyway, oh do you know what's a good one? Hmm. Masters of the Universe. Oh yeah, he I is. think that's when they started. Did they start making superhero movies? Because they, oh god, we forgot about Superman four. How bad that was, and then Superman three. Well, wasn't he crippled by that movie? No, he got crippled in the nineties. Oh, I was gonna say. Well, he probably Anyhow. he probably wishes he was crippled in the eighties. Anyhow. Oh, it was it was a decade of synth music, cocaine, and Ronald Reagan. Oh, so. three of my favorite things. <laughs> right. Well, and then you know the music of the eighties too. Uh, I some love eighties. Some of it was okay, but I just don't want to be like that guy who walks around like, man, I can't get over the how good the eighties music is, and it's like, yeah, I hate modern music. I don't want to be that guy. 
I know people who are that guy. You are that guy. I like synth music, honestly. I do. I like Ongo Boingo, but <laughs> not that one song. Not that, that one song, that everything else. De- Dead Man's Party is really good. Um, <laughs> there, there are some good stuff. Nah, there. Flock of Seagulls, all that, The Cure, all that good stuff. Flock but, of Seagulls. Oh, God. What about Guns N' Roses? Forget I was going to say Guns N' Roses and Metallica yeah, and all that. The, the Smiths. Anyway. Oh, yeah. The, oh, the so, Smiths. Oh, thank you yeah. all for listening. If you lived through the 80s, tell us how much it sucked or how, tell us how awesome it was. So. Yeah, and, and, and let us... Uh, and let it, 80s hair. And also let us Take know a if you yeah, yeah. Let us if you have a picture of yourself in the '80s with like big permed up hair and a and a whole brick of coke, just send it to us, please. My favorite is like the guys with yeah, like, long hair, but send, they have it like send all us to the front. No. Oh god, you know what's also good? DeLorean. Speaking what? of coke, Scarface. Oh yeah, that was another good one. Al Pacino. Oh my god, I've forgotten about it. Because the last time I watched it, I was trying to do a homework. If assignment. I want to watch, if I want to live the eighties, I'll just play Grand Theft Auto Vice City again. <laughs> I'll just I'll rewatch Scarface because I think I remember the last time I watched it, I was doing a homework assignment. I'm like, oh, it's a three hour movie. I'll just put it on the background. I finished the whole movie, didn't even start the paper. Anyhow, <clears throat> hope you enjoyed reminiscing with us. Thank you all for listening. Yeah, I can't we're, say we're... Yang Gang 2020 anymore because he's out. And it's... No, it's, it's Trump Trump train or it's uh, no, it's one of the other ones. I don't know. I'm not. A, I'm not on the Bernie bro. I'm not either. You're not a hot bro for Bernie. No. A, a oh. what? Wait, wait. A what? It's hot bros for Bernie. There is no such thing. Yes, there is. There's no. an entire Twitter tag and everything. Oh God. All right. Thank you all for listening so much. Uh, take care and you know check us out on facebook and instagram at dudes who like movies also young nugget i made your sim detector a plug plug us nice